Predators who work in retail, what's the saddest thing someone ever returned? Customers come in regularly with large amounts of baby supply returns. They get the wrong gender items or duplicates. An older woman came in with a cartload, so I asked about the new baby. She slowly and through tears explained that her only child and grandbaby had died during childbirth. A man returned a Christmas tree one year. He was pretty bummed out, and when I asked him about it, he told me that he was supposed to have visitation this Christmas, but his ex refused to let him see his kids. I still think about that guy. I hope he gets his kids this year. I used to be a manager for the Disney store. We had a regular old man come in with his wife regularly. Super cute couple. I mean, matching outfits, holding hands, just as cute as could be. We used to sell these huge stuffed animals, like ginormous. The couple came in about once a week and would just walk around, laugh, and smile, buy little things here and there. One night, he came in on his own and bought one of these gigantic Mickeys we had. It was $300, I think. He was so excited about it. He told us all about how he was going to take her out to dinner and it would be sitting there on the bed to surprise her when they got home. Anyway, two days later, he walked back in, carrying the giant Mickey Mouse plush to return turn it. He had bought it to be a surprise for her 75th birthday. She had passed away in her sleep the day before her birthday. He thanked us and said goodbye and that he would not be coming back because our store reminded him too much of his wife. We found out he passed away a week later. We found out all the details because one of our employees went to their same church. Two middle-aged ladies, apparently sisters, were having the time of their life in my department. One bought a ton of assorted housewares, including some relatively inexpensive but very distinctive-looking glass vases. We chatted throughout, and they were fun. I kept thinking about how much of a real joy it had been to deal with them. The next week, she came back to return the vases. When I asked the reason for the return, suspecting, oh, the color slash size didn't work like I expected, she embarrassedly explained that impulsive purchases were a problem in her manic states. Not a return, but I worked in a jewelry store and the saddest sale we ever had was a lay-by. Guy had this ring on lay-by for 12 months, but died in a car accident. His parents came in and picked up the ring so his girlfriend could keep it. Don't think she had any idea he was going to propose. I worked at Toys R Us in the late 90s, before there was really a separate baby store, and we sold all the cribs and clothing and such. Someone returned carts full of baby items from a registry. An older man came in on behalf of the mother because the baby was stillborn. We accepted all items at full price with no receipts and gave cash back. The family certainly didn't need hundreds of dollars in store credit. I work at a liquor store in a college town, and one night some younger guy was returning a keg barrel, only it was still half full. I jokingly asked the guy if it was a crappy party or something along those lines, and he responded with, yeah, it was a party for one of our friends who died the day of the party. I work at a hardware store. About a week ago, we had someone return a jack, which I think had failed and snapped shut on his arm. His forearm was completely shattered, and I think he lost his job. I work at a thrift store, and it's not exactly returning, but we get a lot of sad donations. For example, we had a recording of a father's final moments he made for his two sons. It's like two hours long. I listened to the whole thing. Also, there's a guy who comes in every week and donates one box of stuff. I asked him if he was moving one time, and he said, no, these were my wife's, and she's passed now. I'm never asking someone why they're donating again. 
I was working at a large pet store in the tropical fish department. One busy weekend, a very well-dressed, rather snobby woman came in and bought six baby angelfish, each about the size of a dime, plus the fins. The store I worked in was inside a huge high-end shopping mall, so we had a holding service where we would bag up fish, cash the customer out, and float the fish in their bags in a warm tank until the customer had finished all their shopping and was ready to leave for home. As a matter of course, I offered to hold this lady's baby angelfish. She said she was all good and laughed. We thought nothing of it, since many of our customers come in from outside the mall just to stop at the pet store, and didn't bother visiting the rest of the mall. Four or five hours later, she stormed back into the store demanding a manager and a refund. She was shaking the bag in our faces for emphasis, yelling that her gorgeous angels were all dead. On close inspection, we discovered that the silly woman had put the poor fish in her car, presumably so she didn't need to carry them while she stopped for other things or returned to the store to pick them up. Unfortunately, because it was January and the temperature outside was about minus 15 degrees Celsius, the tiny babies had frozen to death. She simply couldn't wrap her head around the idea that tropical fish cannot withstand freezing temperatures. Even when we took a tiny fish out of the bag and showed her that not only had ice formed on top of the once 84 degree Fahrenheit water, but the dime-sized fish was actually frozen stiff. Some people just shouldn't have pets. Not strictly retail or a return, but at the cinema I used to work for, someone booked an entire gold-class lounge so they could propose to their girlfriend alone. This cost thousands of dollars. He had a special video made up to play after the trailers, the whole nine yards. A day or two before the big day, he called to cancel his booking. His girlfriend had dumped him. I work in a clothing store and a gentleman came in with his wife because he had lost 80 pounds and needed new clothes because his old ones wouldn't fit, obviously. I congratulated and jested that he must be working out every day to lose that kind of weight. He replied that cancer was the cause of the weight loss and not exercise as I so jointly suggested. He understood when I apologized and still bought clothes. Jared Allen bought like 15 families Christmas at the Target I worked for. I mean, like big ticket stuff for everyone, like TV, iPad, things like that. It was something like 15K total. The next day, since I was the security manager, I was screamed at by eight of those families that wanted to do returns for cash saying I was ruining their children's Christmas. I made it to my lunch break before I comped out. This kid came in by himself and was looking for some socks or booties for his weenie dog. He was telling me about how he got her and how now her legs didn't work anymore, so he didn't want her getting hurt while dragging. He paid with a bunch of pocket change and ran out the door. A couple days later, he came back in and just handed me the socks back. I worked at a subway for a year, and we shared the building with a jewelry store. It was a small business, and we always made a salad for the owners free of charge. One day, a customer at their store is incredibly enthusiastic about buying an engagement ring for their significant other. He told the entire subway crew about how he met her after his mother died, and that they'd been seeing each other for almost five years. He kept saying how happy he was that he found someone who makes him truly happy, and that all the challenges in his life were necessary for him to find true love. He came back a few days later. The light from his eyes was gone. He was returning the ring. I talked to the owners later that day after he left, and apparently she broke it off with him because she fell in love with someone else. It was really sad to watch. I worked at a grocery store where someone returned a box of crackers. She said that she doesn't actually eat the crackers. She just licks the flavoring off them. This particular box didn't have enough seasoning for her, so she had licked the crackers and then brought them back. 
I went behind the return counter one day and saw a pair of boots with a damage slip in it. They looked fine, so I asked my coworker why she damaged them out of the system, and she said a girl died in them. Apparently, the girl's mother bought them for her when she was sick in the hospital. She died and the mother returned them. Someone returned a prescription dog food. I knew what had happened as soon as she approached the counter. Her dog passed away. He was very old and sick. She broke down in front of me. I used to work for an online retailer that sold baby items. Think baby memory books, clothing, toys, growth charts, things like that. Someone was returning a baby memory box where you can store items like their baby shoes and teeth for posterity. When I asked what was the reason for the return, she said it was because they had lost the baby. You could tell in her voice how hard that was to say. I was fresh out of college, childless, and had no idea how to react. Fortunately, that was the only time I ran into that during my time there. A set of Mr. and Mrs. Pillows. She had a tan line where her engagement ring was, a black eye, and her neck in a brace. It turns out the fiancé was abusive, but he didn't show his true colors until about a month before the wedding when he thought he had her trapped. Luckily, she got out. I felt really bad for her. Not so much a return, but an old man came into the photo lab I worked at to pick up his photos. He had dropped them off months ago and he had no ticket. Turns out his house burned down and he lost everything. We helped him find the photos. All he had were photos of a gray cat sleeping or sitting by a window. He cried like a baby when he saw the photos. He was old and living alone. The only thing he cared about was that cat, and it had died in the fire. I forgot to charge him for the photos. My bad. I helped a woman seven months pregnant and her husband pick out a whole baby set for their new baby. Stroller, crib, car seats, clothes, and everything. The stroller was a high-end model that we didn't sell many of, so it stood out to me. A month later, I saw the same stroller, car seat, and crib in the return bin. When I asked about it, my manager said that the woman and her husband were hit by a drunk driver and killed. Her mother returned the items. This happened a little over a year ago. A frail old woman came in to return an unopened box of a very expensive brand of cologne. She didn't say much past, I need to return this. And me, being the people person I am, trying to jokingly mention did her husband not like the brand. She sighed and said, it was his birthday present and when I went to visit him in the hospice to give it to him, he had already passed away. I was speechless and profusely apologized and ended up talking to her about my mom passing away a few months prior to this. And we ended up crying together in the store and talking for an hour and a half. She left with a smile on her face, but the initial reaction still haunts my dreams. Not my story, but my supervisor shared a story with me about an old woman who placed a large order to redecorate her and her husband's house. We're a store that mostly sells general home items, but also have a large selection of furniture. She had selected several thousand dollars worth of merchandise. A lot of it was special order, so it was being sold non-returnable. The woman ended up passing away shortly after everything was delivered, and the husband couldn't deal with all the new stuff. He wanted to keep all of their old things exactly the way they were, so my supervisor made an exception to have it all returned and refunded. Somewhat similarly, someone created a registry for their upcoming baby. They had a ton of baby stuff picked out. Unfortunately, the husband had later called in to say his wife had miscarried and the baby didn't make it. The wife was okay, but in no condition to talk on the phone. So again, my supervisor allowed everything to be returned. No questions asked. 
I worked at a vitamin store. The most commonly bought items were weight loss or control pills that had ephedra in them. Xenadrine and the store brand equivalent were the most popular of those, next to Hydroxycut. Our store sent memos that due to recent problems with the products, we would be honoring full refunds even if the product was opened and mostly used. The people returning them were tweaked to their follicles, shaking, sputtering, saying, I, 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 I can't take this stuff anymore, but it's m- m- making my heart p- pound too f- fast. And I'm just like, okay, it's okay. I should add that not only was it the most popular product bought, but most commonly returned one. The return box in the back was brimmed to the top with open bottles of Xenadrin. A woman came up to the return desk with three shopping carts and a fistful of long receipts. She explained that she was a compulsive shopper, and that as part of her therapy, she was supposed to return everything to face how much she had been spending. It took me over an hour to ring up the hundreds of items she had, all new in box, all with receipts. When all of it was done, the bill came up to nearly $800, and a lot of the things had been bought long enough ago that they had clearances out, so her return was pennies on the dollar. Back when I had just started college, I worked at Barnes & Noble. One night, I was working a shift at the cash register, and a lady came up with a handful of books and a stuffed llama. I told her the llama was really cute, and she was like, I know, isn't it great? She checked out and walked out to her car, where her husband and son were waiting. Five minutes later, she came back inside. She said she had to return the llama, and I expressed surprise and asked why. She said, my husband wants my son to have a more American animal, like a lion. I worked in a plus-size clothing store. I helped a woman pick out a wardrobe for a two-week cruise that she was going on with her boyfriend of six months. A few weeks later, she returned all the clothes unworn. I asked her if the cruise was cancelled. No, it turns out that there never was a cruise, or a relationship. This guy was dating her as a prank and he and his buddies schemed to see what they could get the girl to believe. She thought he was in love with her and wanted to move in together soon. His parting words to her were, like anyone would really date a fat person like you. A woman came into the pet store I worked night shifts at and bought a ton of stuff for her new rat, and about two days later, she returned everything, including the rat. She put him in a soda box turned on the short end. He was coated in feces and urine. I took him in the back and cleaned him up, but God, I don't know if I've ever felt so bad for an animal that I really have never taken an interest to. I worked at a clothing store that was popular with teens. A spoiled tween came to the register accompanied by her mom and laid out easily $500 worth of clothing, probably around 20 plus tops, five pairs of jeans, a jacket, shorts, sandals, and more. As I'm ringing up this absurd amount of items, another girl, I assume the first girl's friend, joins the tween and her mom. As she approaches, I realize the friend must have recently underwent chemo. She was probably a tween as well, completely bald and frail. She approaches the girl and her mom with a single tank top. Friend, is it okay if I get this? Mom, sure, but Susan needs to put back one of her items. Daughter, no way, mom. Profanity-laden verbal assault on her mother ensues. Mom decides to purchase $500 of clothes for the daughter, while the cancer-stricken friend returns the $10 tank top. I continue despondently ringing everything up, hating the world. I used to manage the warehouse at an electronics store, and occasionally sold stuff and did returns and whatnot. A younger guy came in, about 19 or 20, and said he just got his first real job and wanted to buy a big screen TV to celebrate his first paycheck. Sold him a good TV, did the normal testing for him, slight discount on warranty and whatnot cause I'm cool like that. He was super happy. I packed everything up for him and helped him get it out to his hatchback, probably his parents' vehicle. A week later, I saw the TV in my warehouse with a return tag on it. I asked around a bit, but 
nobody really knew until our usual customer service girl came in to start our shift. What I was told was that after I sold the TV, he was on his way home when a deer jumped out in front of the car, went through the windshield, and killed him instantly. The TV was undamaged because he'd laid it down on the floor in the back all wrapped up in bubble wrap in the box. His dad had come in to return it. I work in customer relations for a luxury car dealership. I basically get paid to interact with customers and make them feel more at ease during the buying and servicing of their vehicle. That being said, I get to know and like a lot of our customers. So one day last year around Halloween, we had a young family come in looking for an SUV, since the wife was pregnant and the husband had just gotten a huge promotion. They had a kid already that was around four if I remember correctly, and were actually just really cool people. I actually spent a lot of time getting to know them through their buying process and was excited to have this family get their dream car. Fast forward to this August and I see their SUV out in the parking lot. When you work at a dealership, you learn your favorite plates and cars. Or I'm a freak. Both are possible. I ask around and no one in service is working with them. So I ask our sales manager, thinking they're switching into the redesigned model of the SUV. We'd talked about it when they'd originally bought their car. He gave me an uneasy look and said it was the wife's mom and I should talk to the sales guy. Weird, but okay. I find the sales guy and he's also uneasy, but after a few minutes tells me to go to the back office office and he'll fill me in. Apparently, the husband had some kind of massive breakdown and had taken it out on himself and his wife. She had just had the baby and I suppose that had stressed him out. Her mom was called when the toddler went to a neighbor and said his parents were messy and still sleeping. Basically, the mom was there to see if we could buy the vehicle back after getting everything else taken care of, which we did. For my story, I'm on the other side of the coin here. Last fall, my dad decided to finally get his hearing checked and assessed for hearing aids. He really needed them. He wanted to be able to hear his first grandbaby, my daughter, coo and babble when she was born in January. Unfortunately, the ones that worked the best for him were outside the budget he and my mom could afford. My husband and I decided Santa would gift them to him. He cried. His new ears gave him a new lease on life. He was happy, chatty, and interactive during family get-togethers because he could actually hear everyone else enough to participate. Fast forward to January and he's the happiest, most doting of grandpas. He was the first person to hold her after my husband. Dad started feeling sick in February. He died on April 12th, 2016. The baby was just 10 weeks old. My mom has been largely unable to handle things in the wake of his death. Among all of the other things that I've handled for my family, because it's just too hard on everyone else, mom asked if I would do something with his ears. I ended up calling the hearing aid shop and asking if they knew of any donation program where someone could benefit from the use of his ears. We actually ended up donating them to an elderly woman who was having difficulty communicating with her family and couldn't afford new ears of her own. Dad would have liked that. I'd like to think that she can hear her grandbabies giggle and laugh now. I've declined the opportunity to meet her. I don't think my heart could take it. For my story, they didn't actually return anything, but we offered to return something. I work at a pet store and we do dog training. This guy got a pit bull and signed him up for one of our training packages that includes adult level 1, adult level 2, and a good citizen test. He finished adult 1 and everything was great. He registered for his level 2 class and when the day came, didn't show up. This was out of character for him, but the trainer gave him the benefit of the doubt, and since he was the only dog in the class, didn't think much of it. Turns out the 21-year-old kid had lost his life earlier that morning while his dog was around. We found out from an online news thing. Girlfriend figured something was weird when he didn't meet up with her after his training class time was over. Even though it was past the return time and he bought the package, we offered to return the unused class to the family. The girlfriend didn't want to because the owner would have wanted the dog to be trained, especially being a pit bull. 
One time, I helped a woman pick out some items for her elderly sick dog who had incontinence problems. He had been sick for a while, but she seemed optimistic. That morning, before she took him to the vet, he was doing much better than he had for the last few weeks. He was energetic and mobile. While I was checking her out at the register, she got a call from the vet. I stood there and watched her face crumble as the doctor told her that he had had a seizure on the exam table and that there was nothing they could do for him. All I could do was step out of my register box and hold her while she sobbed. I'm not sure when this happened, but I want to say around 2007-2008. I worked at Hollywood Video, blockbuster competition, as a regular hourly employee. One evening, a woman came in with a few children's movies about three months late. Instead of dropping the movies in the DVD drive-thru box or the walk-up return box, she came directly into the store. Visibly shaken and on the verge of tears, she apologizes for the movies being late and explains that her son had just died and that she'd forgotten to return them. My coworker and I were so floored that we offered her several free rentals, a popcorn slash candy slash soda pack, and a few additional credits on her account. It was definitely one of those rare times that I didn't feel like my time was a total waste at an entry-level post-high school job. A friend of mine currently works at a pretty high-end clothing store. About a couple weeks ago, he helped this girl pick out a new dress for her grandma's upcoming birthday party. A couple of weeks later, she came back and exchanged the dress for a black one so she could wear it to the same grandma's upcoming funeral. I work in a pet store. We rarely get dead animal returns besides fish, but it does happen. My flaw is I get attached to some of the animals in my care, mostly if they don't sell right away and are very handleable. I'm fine when they eventually get sold. Better than living in a pet store anyways. But the worst experience was when I sold a guinea pig who was extremely sociable and loving to a nice looking family. A few days later, they come in and I recognize them, and they're holding a small box in their hands. Their son had thrown it against the wall in a temper tantrum. Knowing I had a hand in the death of one of my favorites by selling him wrecked me for a week. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.